Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, we'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline, and I'm on the marketing team. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Liz. I head up the Ballard creative team. We're We're your host. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer a listener question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now on with the show. Okay, so today we have Houston-based designer Amanda Holiday on the show. Amanda opened her firm in 2019, Amanda Brooke Interiors, after she'd been working in commercial and residential design for many years. Her approach is a balance of contemporary and vintage, architectural and organic. And today we are going to be talking about creative ways to change your aesthetic. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So I am excited about today's topic because we all have Instagram, we've all got Pinterest, and I feel like it's very easy to sort of get tired or to fall out of love maybe with your home a little bit or the furniture items, I guess not to fall out of love with your home, but fall out of love with the furniture items that maybe you've picked in the past. And maybe you're looking for ways to update your room's aesthetic or your room's sort of vibe. And we're going to talk today about how to do that. Yes. I'm so excited for my own personal (laughs) reasons. I need you to help me. So... I hope you're ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. Okay, so Amanda, where do you start? Where does one start when they're getting sick of their room? So, I mean, I think that the most practical thing to do is is to, most people don't have a budget to just completely redo their entire space whenever they get tired of it. So I do think that it is important to start, at least whenever you're purchasing, okay, well, Let's, let's go back to the, the, the beginning of just updating. But I feel that most people like have Instagram, Pinterest, all of these good things. Hone in on what you like the most, your design style that mm-hmm. you are most drawn to. Start saving mm-hmm. those things, creating these mood boards, creating a pin, a, a board on Pinterest, and, and then kind of go through that and see what aesthetic or design style that you are, that, that you can almost kind of like, I guess, pull out of all of these mood boards and research, start researching Mm -hmm. that, that design style, for instance, like traditional, transitional, contemporary and whatnot. And, and in each design style, you'll see through your research, commonalities between architecture, upholstery, fabrics, tones, and and that I feel is a good almost foundation for for where to start. So so what what tones are okay. you naturally drawn to within that aesthetic? What 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 colors do you wear often because most people wear the colors that make them happy? and and pull that into your interiors but as as if we're replacing large pieces of furniture i feel my advice to clients and friends and family is to always choose larger foundational pieces with clean lines in a neutral 
upholstery because you are able to mix up so many different accessories over time and that 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 piece you're able to use it for 10 plus years opposed to buying something that is current or trendy and and then building off of that so if we're replacing furniture i would use i would always gravitate toward clean lined foundational large furniture sofa for instance or lounge chairs and then building off of that with tones and architectural features from whichever design style that you are most drawn to you can then stick with kind of foundational basics as yeah. your starting point and then you're gonna and then you build off of that but layer, I think that yeah. you can with the yes with with all the accessories and and upholstery layers but within the the research of each design style the architectural commonalities you can use it say be it like archways or very kind of structured lines you can utilize those shapes and whatnot in other areas for instance through accessories through patterns on a rug through upholstered patterns in in a blanket or in artwork things like that so that you don't have to structurally change anything you can implement those pieces of the design and complements without going above and beyond and hiring an architect, hiring mm-hmm. a contractor to to completely remodel your space. So what you're saying essentially is if I'm loving all these arches that people are doing in their homes, I could take that kind of circle or arch shape and put it in the accessories and look for things with that roundness that I'm craving. Correct. Yes. Okay. Ten yes. And 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 you will still you'll still be able to guess kind of switch up your space so for instance i live in a rental property and i'm not able to change things structurally i love mid-century design but i also like french design and architecture so i have and, and which I'll kind of touch on later, but I've used the tones of the mid-century that you see all of these beautiful neutrals and things like that in my aesthetic, rounded pieces of, of smaller types of furniture so that it all fits because you don't want to spend a huge budget on a rental property. And right. then And then I have created my own artwork which I will touch on later, in both contemporary and kind of the French style and had it professionally framed so that it looks very expensive, mm-hmm. but but it was actually not. So, so I was able to implement all of these components in my design and not completely start from scratch or do anything structurally, change anything structurally. Okay, that makes sense. So obviously not upholstery since you just spoke to that, but but if you are going to update your room, mm-hmm. what are are there like certain items or categories that you think might make the most impact like lighting or a rug or pillows? What what do you think is a worthwhile place to try to swap out 
and you're going to really make a difference. Okay. So as far as like without furniture, without changing anything of, of your large Well, yeah. Pieces. Like say you have your, your sofa and your chairs, you've got kind of those foundational neutral pieces you've mm -hmm. talked about, but you still are, like kind of want to take your room in a new direction. Okay. So I always, I, I think the biggest, if you're going to splurge on anything, I believe that window treatments are kind of like the eyebrows for your face. It really finishes a space and f makes a the room feel well designed. So the my main areas of changes are accessories with like I, I always gravitate toward larger accessories because they take up more space and I believe that they feel more luxury. Okay, so through accessories that are like on bookshelves, whatnot, artwork, and and window treatments, those are my those are my three biggest pinpoints because I do think that throw blankets and throw pillows you can you can save in those areas. You can switch those out frequently, but window treatments, artwork, and and kind of like larger accessories are are where to focus. Okay, can we talk about something real quick? Because this maybe this is an unpopular opinion. Okay, I feel like like the go-to tip people always say about updating your room is just oh, like swap out your pillows. And <laughs> is it just me, or I? I just feel like you're not going to get a big change in the look just by swapping pillows. And no, I agree. I mean, I guess unless you do something like really, really crazy bold, like a solid that's a really strong or something. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Amanda? Like, is that where you should spend your money? You didn't, you didn't answer it. You said because you could go inexpensive. That wasn't part of your suggestion, but yeah. What do you think? So I don't think that swapping out your pillows is going to make the, the biggest difference. The biggest difference would be your walls, the walls, the mm -hmm. wall treatment. Okay. Paint will train is the most inexpensive yet effective way to to transform a space so paint or a some type of wall treatment be it wallpaper is a really great way to transform a mm -hmm. space plaster which is like having a huge moment and has so been for yummy. a while mm. i mean it is like i use it as often as i can Do I, you? i'm working I on it oh i'm working but my Aesthetic Look how excited. You can't see her, but her <laughs> no, I, I like to create visually through plaster these walls that are 3D and mm -hmm. and it's it's like the biggest feature. It's its own piece of artwork and is mm -hmm. is is a huge impact. There are amazing lines now where you don't have to pay a fortune to have a plaster artist come and and apply the plaster uh, to your walls. They what? now sell lines, European lines, where you can purchase this mixture. What's the name? It is a powder. It's a p powder mixture. It's called Kalk Leader. Kalk Leader, and it's hmm. a powder mixture. You mix with water and you apply it with a brush that you would use for like lime wash, and it looks exactly like plaster. It is 
phenomenal. Have you done it? Like wow. you personally okay. applied so, it? So I just recently, I just recently purchased a box of it and we are going to apply it all over the the walls. But I had, I have a client, we just finished a job in, in Lisbon and, and oh, wow. I, wow. I, I helped her with all of the, the common areas and she's doing her bedroom by herself. And I, I, I kind of suggested that she should use this on the walls and she started it and it looks, it's amazing. It, it looks the exact same as, as plaster, a plaster artist would do. So wow. these are, these are huge, they, they, cool. it'll make, it'll completely transform a, a space. The walls, paint, plaster, okay. some type of focal point. I have a question. Do you add coloring to that kind of plaster or does, or do you just do it? It's natural tone. So they sell all different tones, all different colors, oh, Gosh, Thank all different you. colorways. And, and awesome. you, so you start, start with one coat and it's just this very subtle kind of change or a subtle kind of pigment on the walls and then you add more layers and not only does it add movement to the walls more movement but it also will add additional pigment so you can it will darken based on the amount of coats that you apply and it's just it's amazing how do you spell that Calc leader so you're deep googling it k-a-l-k L I T E R, I believe. I see why you you were. <laughs> Caroline's literally adding to cart. <laughs> you should no, no. The the treatment wall treatment is is huge. Really cool. So we yes, got hooked okay. on that. Love the idea of the walls. Yes. Well, you mentioned well, wallpaper. Yes, wallpaper. Paint. Wallpaper, paint, plaster, and then feature walls as far as like gallery walls with, with artwork and, and whatnot. I think that art is another way that you can really change a space. You can either, I am a, a creative by nature. I've always been one to kind of, I wanna get my hands in it, play around with it, get dirty and try things out myself. And so I created, I mean, I built these huge, canvases that are architectural like this in shape. I built those by myself, the frames, and then wrapped them with canvas and then created this custom paint tone. So wow. you can, I know that not not all, but of, of it actually, these, these pieces, there are two of them, they are 3D, so they come off of the wall in different angles, which is pretty cool, but I know that not that's not for everyone. So <laughs> there are different ways. <laughs> there are different ways to create. I I do like. I I feel that there you can really kind of like have fun with. There there are no right and wrong answers whenever it comes to artwork. It's it's whenever I walk into a home and I see the pieces on the walls and the accessories, I really do feel like this is a place where you can showcase your own personality and your lifestyle. So bringing things home from your travels, having your kids' artworks professionally framed and added to the walls, I mean, those are timeless. You will keep them forever and they're meaningful to you. 
trying your hand at any types of pieces of art that you may see that you may be drawn to and and may not be able to replicate but but it I think that it creating your own version of it is will be just as meaningful so having these kind of pieces that and if it doesn't work out this is what I always try to recommend as well if it doesn't work out fine it, it you can try to find something that is similar, but if it does, then you have this piece that you'll always have on your walls. You can, it has a story. You can tell that story to your friends and, and family, and and it, it is a piece of you. And it kind of like, I, I feel like all of our personalities are, are added to whatever we create, whether it's art or, or how we style a living space or whatnot. But, did that answer your question? Well, I will say it sounds like kind of based on what you're saying is that if you are going to update your space, you have all the foundation, foundational elements, the necessary ones, you're kind of saying do something bold, right? Yes. Like you're mentioning wallpaper, color, paint, big art, the art that you're talking to that's behind you, which everyone can't see, but it's really large scale. So it sounds to me like maybe pick one instead of being like, okay, I'm going to change the rug and I'm going to change the pillows and I'm going to get a new coffee table and I'm going to put some new lamps. All that adds up. And so either you're going to really have to blow out your budget or like skimp and maybe not get what you actually want. Maybe just pick one thing and go really, really bold with it, whether that's color or artwork or something. And like try that one move first. And I do think Is that, that kinda... like breaking it up, yes. Okay, so so paint really is not is an inexpensive way to transform a space. Paint and then this 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 caulk leader powder is also inexpensive to change your space. Artwork, it, it just depends. You can find things that are that are budget friendly and and then also if you find something that you absolutely love that you've had your eye on for a while, you can splurge on that. But but both of these both of these can be inexpensive if you need need them to be. But yes, right, I do right. think that Artwork and accessories are both two areas where you can go pretty bold. If it's right. a small space, like a powder room or something of this nature, also a space that you can go very bold on the walls. I, I think mm -hmm. that this is a fun area where you can just go like as, as let your imagination run wild as far as yeah. color goes and whatnot. But 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 the foundational kind of the furniture is these neutral areas. I mean the, the mm -hmm. neutral tones, and then and then play with color through your accessories and artwork. Yeah. Well, it just seems like a couple dramatic things, even if they aren't like expensive, like you're saying with color. That's really gonna what's what's gonna wake up your space, not mm -hmm. a couple of throw pillows. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> No, I agree. <laughs> Is there some creative ways you do bookshelves and kind of stylize those? Yes. So my style, my natural aesthetic is I gravitate toward neutrals with little pops of color. I love to add in 
small little pieces of artwork that are standing on bookshelves or even attached to the front of the bookshelf. Those, that's a really fun way of, of styling that. I recommend purchasing, unless you're a book lover and you'd love to show off all of the different style books, but purchasing coffee table books or books within the same tones so that there is this kind of cohesiveness to the bookshelf and you're able to add in smaller accessories or large depending on the size that you have or the space that you have but but smaller accessories that that add in that color and i always recommend choosing different textures and materials and that really kind of gives the space this collected over time feel which is what i'm drawn to i i i generally do not like to purchase well no i don't purchase items from one time period and one showroom it should your space should look collected over time through multiple time periods that's what gives you that timeless feel so bookshelves purchase books that are within the same tones i believe mm-hmm. and and then add in accessories of different materials and textures to really kind of give yeah. it that pop many years ago like in one of our first episodes had rachel cannon on the episode on the show and i have to call her out because this is her like trademark tip now but she always says not to not to buy any accessories that are smaller than a cantaloupe so like fewer but really larger scale accessories than maybe what you think you would need Mm -hmm. the other thing that i think one of our stylists used to do this on set which i always loved and i think it's such a smart thing to do is you mentioned this is what reminded me of it you mentioned like using art and like standing it up in the back of the bookshelf and she used to take like a really beautiful say photography book or just Mm -hmm. a a book that has a great cover Mm -hmm. and standing it up in Mm -hmm. the back or Mm -hmm. if you don't love the cover opening it up to a color or page or something Mm -hmm. that you like and putting that kind of like in a stand like like the old timey like Mm -hmm. book stands Mm -hmm. that they have Mm -hmm. in like you can just get some of those like on Amazon or wherever mm-hmm. and standing those up. Actually, Ballard has a great one. <laughs> Duh. Just plug it. <laughs> uh, why did I do that? But okay, I but I, I will say I love this item. I have multiple. Oh. Hold on. Let they me look at it. They even create you like loose sight ones where yes. that, that don't pull the eye away mm. from the book that really give that book, allow that book to shine or the cover to shine. No, I have what, what we call it the petite acrylic easel. Mm, so yes. I have one of those. I used to give it as, as gifts too because it's a great gift. It's, it's a, a great, great gift. Cookbook stand. But yeah, and I think that's so smart because like if you do have a great book but you don't necessarily love the cover or like maybe the jacket fell off or something, just open it up to a page and then you can like change it. If mm-hmm. in six months you want to add in blue to your room, then like change it to a blue page or something. Mm-hmm. And it takes up a lot of space, which is nice because... It does take up a lot yeah. of space. Yeah, so like configuring your books in different arrangements, standing them up, laying them horizontally, maybe in between bookends. There are so many different ways that you can you can kind of play with the books in the bookshelves and then adding in these natural elements. Well, one personal elements like 
picture frames if that's your thing, large accessories to fill up the space, and then greenery in some way is, is always really nice for, for mm -hmm. shelves. Also adding wallpaper or paint tone behind the bookshelf to letting that pop is great. And cladding or covering the shelves in a material or a wallpaper or That's cool. a coat yeah. of paint is also a great way to add texture. I was wondering too, just about if you're just tired of something in a certain finish or you've moved it to a new room, maybe we'll just say furniture so that it's, if I had a side, I don't know, a side table, I want to change it. What are some ways you might change it? Do you have anything creative you have been doing? Or should I put this plaster paint on it? <laughs> I, I love to sand something down if it's wood to its natural state and and either you can put a, a whitewash coat on that you can add another stain to it a clear coat i prefer matte but a lacquer is really cool too like adding lacquer a lacquer finish to anything will completely transform it it'll make it like this bright bold very current piece if it is uh, also changing out knobs is great mm -hmm. replacing if, if you can, there, there are really great sources for finding bargains on upholstery and stone or material. You can look for things in your area or kind of like these almost like leftover pieces for, for remnant? Yeah, remnant pieces for great bargain. So adding, if it's say a nightstand removing the top and adding a piece of stone, or again, covering the, the top with a leather and replacing mm -hmm. that. Ooh. And and it will, even even the, the very top of, you don't even have to replace the entire top of the nightstand, but mm -hmm. just adding a piece of sheet metal to the top would brighten that guy up and, and give it new life. There are a lot of ways to to repurpose furniture that that so so you won't have to throw it out. You can really kind of yeah. like add it to another area or home or use it and 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 just kind of transform it of any of these ways that I've I've just described. Those are great. And also what about like skirting or putting a slip cover? I mean not a slip cover, but like like if it's a round table, like put a floor length like make this is a little bit more traditional maybe than what you would use Amanda because I feel like your style is pretty sleek but <laughs> skirting it like putting it in. it is and it's it's beautiful <laughs> I don't know I feel like there's some designers out there who always manage to like put skirts and slip covers on things and like make them look right? I don't know that I have the eye for that I don't because I really feel like it's an art but if you have yeah if you have that skill Yes, I, I agree. Adding a, a skirt or a slip cover will, will also transform a space. Mm -hmm. Also kind of, you can make it look more aged than it actually is by adding a little bit of this like antiqued kind of whitewash to the base of it only mm -hmm. so that it looks like it has two different textures and then yeah. refinishing the top in a, in a in a sleeker kind of way or even just sanding that down and applying a new clear coat for a table. So I I definitely re or or slip covered items. I've not yet used a skirt, but 
I, I would if, if the client was interested in that. Cool. No, I love that. Okay. Taryn, I love, I love what you have at the bottom over here. That's like, <laughs> we take, we make notes before <laughs> and we all kind of add in as you can see, everyone's like, and it's always fun. Cause we have a topic like, you know, we have with you today and then we both come at it from like two different angles. And then I read through Caroline's and I was like, Oh yeah. And I was like at it, like what to do about this? Well, I wanted to ask another one that was kind of more direct while you're giving these great ideas for furniture. What about lamps? Because I, okay. I feel like I could do something with a bunch I have. Cause I'm like, uh, you're kind of dated. What do I do to revamp you and to make you kind of go with this new space? Yeah. So the, I was just about to touch on accent lighting is, is will completely transform. Not only are you like, it is fun to mix multiple different styles and multiple different metals and, and time periods with, with lamps, even in the same space. It's kind of like you can give each corner and each corner becomes its own little niche. But I say mixing in both floor lamps, table lamps, and if, if it calls for every space should be well, should be thought of every layer. So floor, middle, ceiling, in each of them given the same importance as, as the last, I think. Changing out the lampshades on lamp, lamps that you currently have is a really easy way of revamping that. Again, painting, you can, you can switch out the finials and that alone will give it new life. Mm. Finials can be found, I mean, so many great ones like on Etsy and in your in a, a local hardware store, you can find really cool finials of different metals. I, I would think that 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 alone would would give it new life. And also you can really find good bargains on on different uh, on, on lamps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like shades are. I mean, Wait, most people where are the bargains? Like Hold on, Caroline. Where are the bargains? <laughs> okay, so, so, I personally, I love Etsy. Etsy is like a find where you can. I mean, so fun. A lot of these things would sell for a fortune if 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 they were in. I guess a well-known brand or styled in a really cute shop. In you, you'd like in walk it, yes. in and be like, "Oh my gosh!" But because it's just an online image, yeah. Okay. So Etsy, you can you can really find great great bargains. Another thing is if you go to lighting stores and any of the floor samples that they have that they're no longer using, you can ask them if they have any that are for sale. Uh, if there are any damage, that's, we used to purchase a lot of damaged lampshades, which to some high-end lamp or lighting stores, a damage could be a tiny little dent that nobody else sees, but a designer sees that they can no longer sell. So, so kind of like, I, I, it does take a little bit of digging and time, but I do think that there, there are ways that, that you can save on 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 finding good bargains there no i was just gonna say shades i feel like people do talk about like oh like of course update your shade and you know it's not just like go get a white drum shade but like a very exaggerated height like 
like tall skinny or mm-hmm. one of those one that's like very kind of like short conical like not tall conical yes but like very wide mm-hmm. very like exaggerated mm-hmm. kind of conical thing wicker scallops mm-hmm. patterns mm-hmm. like a gold liner sometimes yes. looks really fabulous mm-hmm. or a black Where do you one go for these like, shapes though that's like is it Etsy? We have good ones. We have really good lighting stores here in Houston mm-hmm. that that sell these these different styles of of shades. But you can, I mean, there are so many. Like even googling drum with gold liner and mm-hmm. and trying to find that that out. I I generally don't like to. I know some designers are very almost loyal to to certain merchants but I prefer like my favorite thing about my job is to create something new with every single client with every space so I usually don't go to same vendors same merchants I really kind of like to give all of these smaller little shops a chance and and you can find some real gems that that you wouldn't otherwise find in mass retailers. Okay, here is where I've made a lot of mistakes though. It is extremely challenging to shop for lampshades online. So I find it's really helpful to go into like a lamp, a specialty lighting shop, even if the shade is gonna be like way outside your budget and just try a million different shades onto your lamp because I feel like the proportions have to be exactly right. The harp has to be exactly right or it's gonna look weird. So you need to go into the shop or you can try something, try like so many different things and they have all of the harp sizes to to go with it. Mm -hmm. And then if you kind of know like, oh, okay, what looks the best is like a tapered empire at 12, inches wide and nine inches tall or whatever. But I mean, like get your proportions right Mm -hmm. and then go shop around and find the fabric or the color or the price that you are looking for. But otherwise you're going to be doing a lot of purchasing and sending it back. And that's annoying. I I quite like whenever you, and I do understand to try something out at, at a lot of higher end lighting stores and maybe even just just specific lighting stores in general, they will allow you to take things out on approval before purchase. As long as you bring it back in the original condition and within, I think it's a 24 hour period, you will leave your credit card there as a as a deposit. And Not your first leave your credit card. <laughs> but just just the number, like they'll take that yeah. information down. But just as long as you, so that you bring it back. But but yeah, they they do allow you to take things out of approval so that you're able to try it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also fair. like the fact of the idea and playing around with proportions. I feel that adding a lampshade, like a smaller one to a larger floor lamp is so chic and exquisite. It's it's almost like bringing back these very kind of traditional French design in current day and age with a with a new lamp. So so I do encourage you to to be bold and adventurous with proportions and maybe something 
choosing something that wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't think would pair with that naturally and and just trying it out and and seeing how that might look by by taking it out on approval or also you can really find some cool maybe like one-offs at Marshall's home goods every now and then if you if you hit it up on the mm-hmm. right day consignment shopping is a great way to find really cool vintage finds for for less okay have you ever painted a lampshade we've painted yes we we lacquered the outside of a of a lampshade however no <laughs> i i do yeah <laughs> I I recommend I don't recommend painting the inside of a lampshade to be honest with you uh, because just for for I guess safety precautions but but we've done it to where I would go with a I forget with it low VOC and maybe a yeah. paint that is for that specific purpose you can I can't remember exactly. I believe it was a lacquer though like that we did. Non-retardant or something? Yes. Like flame retardant? Flame retardant. I don't know. Yeah. But low VSC, <laughs> so it doesn't have a lot of chemicals, probably a water-based Perfect. Yeah, option, but I wouldn't recommend just for the everyday person, <laughs> to be honest with you. Oh, and I really only asked, it's like, oh, I just painted it. And I remember thinking, well, what's the material underneath? But of course I didn't ask. Well, there are paper lamps. So maybe shades. you painted the paper one. And again, to your point, maybe a low level and it's fine. But obviously I was going with look. And, <laughs> I, and I, I do think feel about it, right? like the, the exterior and not the interior might be where to start. And so that, and also to keep in mind distance of the shade to uh-huh. the, the bulb. And maybe just as a precaution, switch to an LED bulb. So it's <laughs> like not putting off a lot of heat. <laughs> That's a good call. I personally right now am trying, I have like, if it was just black, would it read as a texture? And then I could use them until I can afford a new shade. Um, but dyeing I could see is different than painting. But you can, you can paint the burlap. You can paint the burlap. Absolutely, you can paint the burlap. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to reform them. One trillion percent. Paint the burlap white. That would be fabulous. Yes. So I would stick to the exterior. Stick to the exterior with the painting. Got it. But dyeing 100%. I would dye it. I've never done that before, but that's a great idea. How would you dye it? A big vat of grit. You can't like put it in water. Are you gonna brush it on? I don't know. Are you gonna dunk it in water? Yeah. I don't. I don't see how. And okay. Dump it in the bucket. Right. I. They're gonna get thrown little, away otherwise. Like, That's how I feel. I'm like, I'm not gonna use them, so they're going to Goodwill. So I might as well try to dye it. So, so you can remove the shade, and then it'll yeah. just be the frame and the shade. Yeah. And then you'll right, dump that. Right, but you that. don't think the liquid will like change the shape of the material or something? I don't know. I feel like it would warp it, but I don't know. I'm just that's. Guys, I that. will do it and report back. You try it and you let us know. Yeah. So but I I'm do all, feel like I'm burlap painted it. white could be really chic. Like it would look like that white raffia, don't you think? Find out. Do I think I think yeah, painting the exterior would be amazing on burlap. You can totally do that. Uh-huh. And and I would 
try my hand at the dyeing. I kind of want to try it myself. I am all for experimenting. <laughs> Amanda's like, that's my next project. Yeah, Amanda, yeah. I, I was serious about this podcast being so perfect timing for my personal life because I've got these old slip-covered chairs for my sister and they're white and they're a great shape, but they have been just bleached through the years and they have just, they, I need to get new slips made. But again, financially, I was like, do I dye these? Like, do I like try to make my own dye? Do I pick a color? Do I tie dye them, tie them a certain way? Like, cause again, I'm going to throw them away, but I kind of wanted to give them a new facelift. Like, okay. I've seen people paint chair fabric before. Do y'all, do any of y'all follow? Oh, sh- Erica Powell. I feel like she used to paint her chairs. Urban Grace in Rosemary Beach. I love her Instagram and I feel like she used to paint some chairs, but I, I've never painted I painted the chair, like the frame, but not the, not, not the fabric, the, the fabric for fear that it would crack with sitting use, constant use, but dyeing it is, is a, a great way. And then also you can find, like we have a, an area here in Houston where there are, it's, it's an upholstery store where you can go in and they again have these like seasonal where they're getting really kind of low on either stock or one of these materials fabrics has has been discontinued and you can find great great fabrics for a fraction of the price so that would be another and and i understand like needing uh, do you have do you know how to sew no but i got friends maybe for a price There you go. Yeah, for a price. But you said they are slip covered, though, right? They are. They are. But so they've I, been bleached. So you could wash. The, I could try. Could wash them in the dye. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could put them in the wash with the dye of any. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, I could easily yeah, put them in the so washing machine, and like it'll come out whatever shade. But... Dyeing. Yeah, I yeah, thought dyeing, not painted, painting. But dyeing would be cool. Mm-hmm. Painting, I would worry would chip off, and I do think they make fabric paint, but I've never played with it. Me either. Yeah, I think it would be fabric paint specifically, mm-hmm. not like latex. Yeah, and even fabric paint, um, I think a dye is the way to go if you didn't want to get those redone, but but definitely try. No, no, I do want to get them redone. That was a, how can I make live with them for a hot minute? For longer. <laughs> okay, well, here is where I'm going to contradict myself with a pillow. <laughs> but I do feel like in this particular instance, maybe a really fabulous pillow can help yeah yeah you know what i mean but it's just it's a dingy white now and like you wouldn't want to sit on them like you'd come over and be like but if it was the blue that matched the rug you wouldn't think twice i think is what i was thinking Um, yeah well then try dye and a pillow i say dye (laughs) okay so are they are they lounge chairs or are they dining uh are they lounge lounge, little yeah little like cup chairs um with one little cushion they do have a little welt, one little welt on the edge, but they're very clean. They have little wooden feet. You can oh, only cute. see about an inch of the foot, inch or two. Okay, so they're yeah, try to die. And then, and then definitely, like pillows are another really cool way to add a little pop, like with prints, again, mm-hmm. different textures, materials, and, and sizes as well. Great, but not the only way to redo your room as we circle back this whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like if you want to redo your whole, if you want to update your whole room, no. But if you want to update some chairs. Okay, so 
we are going to i'm gonna like give you a scenario and you just kind of rapid fire respond okay okay it doesn't have to be like a one word answer but not like you don't have to get too in depth i guess okay that's really hard for me <laughs> i'm worried i, I, I promise worried. i promise they're not we'll deep it. i wrote them so they can't be real okay. deep okay okay if your room is feeling too dark and heavy mirrors really kind of brighten the space up painting the ceiling white you, you can even lacquer that that ceiling that would be amazing and and adding so you don't want to change the paint of the dark and heavy we're just saying maybe Keeping it's like, it, it could even be like a small room where again even if you paint you so you can do paint you can I just wanted like yeah, yeah, if someone was feeling like a room is just heavy and like dark. What are some like instant things they can change? Okay, okay, definitely paint, brighten that up. A, a amazing white, bright white would be awesome. But if you wanted to keep the walls darker and you wanted kind of that moody thing, the the ceiling is always a great way. Mirrors will will lighten and brighten up the space, and then lighting. Yeah, lighting, changing out that lighting, adding LED bulbs, floor, floor lamps, table lamps, a lot of accent will really brighten up a, a, a space for sure. Okay, if a room is not feeling layered enough. Add like larger accessories of different materials, throw pillows will layer space. A throw blankets will layer space. A rug will layer space. And then, yeah, accessories, artwork. Okay, what about like adding a really cool modern chandelier? So, well, I would... A modern chandelier... <laughs> that was a no. But don't you think? I always feel like... A you know when you walk into someone's house and it's like all one age, right? Like you walk in you're like, did you stop buying furniture in 1960? What happened? And you know, that's not the case, but like, that's what I kind of meant is when it looks like you walked into a furniture store in someone's house and you're like, why does this feel dated and gross? I'm trying to figure it out. What do you do when you look around and that's your house? If it looks like a bad antique store, you can definitely modernize it by, yes, a, a modern chandelier, but I would also, if it's been a while since you've purchased anything, I, maybe now's the time to, to <laughs> purchase that, that new foundational clean lined sofa. Perfect. That yes. <laughs> yeah. An antique store. I would, I would one, have a yard sale and use that money. <laughs> to, <laughs> okay. But, okay. Hold on. But what if it's good antiques? It's good antiques. It's just styled in a way that feels outdated. So it's not like these are bad things you want to get rid of. It's maybe just it's like feeling too old. So add in some modern pieces. Add in uh, a, a few modern accessories like the lighting, like upholstery. I, I, one, getting your furniture professionally cleaned is also a very easy way to make it look so fresh and it's inexpensive like i have a 10 foot sofa and i think it was 150 dollars for me to have to have it professionally cleaned so so that is a really great way to kind of like brighten it up and maybe give it new life and then adding in 
new pieces of upholstery to layer that with like, like I said, throw pillows and, and throw blankets, modern, modernize some of it by adding in those little small pops of more current pieces. I think that I love an antique item. Like I think that you, those are the gems of a space that, that, that is what gives it history and, and tells the story. But, but also adding in these cool new pieces is, is great as well. Yeah. I do feel like modern art too is like just a, like a great piece of modern in an antique frame. Yeah, but but like over like a, you know, great wood mahogany chest or over like add something opposite. How great does a bergere chair look but in like a really funky pattern? In a in a funky material. Okay, I didn't yeah. know we were splurging here, but I would <laughs> She sold enough at okay, her at her uh, flea flea market sale. So but she like, had, just change one chair and make it like, I don't know, chartreuse or like an e-cat or a something just kind of out of left field in in a luxurious fabric modern but luxurious mm-hmm. fabric and yeah a layer of paint not only on the walls but also on that the the, the piece of furniture will also update mm-hmm. that yeah i would i would go with with reupholstery cleaning professionally cleaning whatever you don't want to or you can't afford to reupholster and then adding some fun pops of of mixed layered upholstery on top modern art lighting rearranging a room is mm-hmm. is i feel like understated but but very powerful if you kind of just rearrange your room put maybe a side table that's been next to your sofa next to your armchair on the opposite side of a space it will really transform a space as well but again adding some modern things mixed in with the antique is a great way to update. Okay, Taryn, this last one I think is kind of weird. You might have to explain. Uh, if, if a room has everything <laughs> visually low. <laughs> I was thinking when you needed to add scale, height, that was just a wildly worded. Yeah, so like word. I said earlier, every layer or or level of each room needs to be given the same importance. So there are different ways to do that by adding verticality to the space, floor lamps, window treatments, all the way to the ceiling, just a couple of inches below. That's what I recommend. Artwork that fills up or very large scale artwork, a feature wall that is either with paint or a material wallpaper that will bring, draw the eye up. And, and then, uh, yeah, chandeliers, chandeliers. Those will also be touched on artwork. Sconces on the wall is always a great idea to bring. Oh, I love sconces. Vertic- they, Everyone, great. sconces are so underrated. Mm. They're mm-hmm. really underrated. I mean, you could add on a long hallway, add sconces every six feet. And it would be like, it, it's, it's a, it's. Yeah a space then like and it doesn't even have to be like a fancy one it's just six feet every six feet at a sconce the same sconce all the way down and it becomes a vibe 
Okay, y'all, I had a friend who just added battery-powered sconces. You literally could not tell that they were battery-powered. They were like a brass mm -hmm. taper. They looked great. I don't know how long they stay charged. <laughs> Sometimes there are sconces that like, you don't necessarily have to, ha you don't have to turn them on. They just look great as a wall element. But, oh my God, they look fabulous. Anyway, I don't know where they're from. I could figure I it out. I didn't know those existed, so. Battery-powered sconces. Mirrors are also floor mirrors. That's a great way to add mm. verticality. Mm -hmm. Plants, mm -hmm. large plants in the corner. Yeah. I also love like double decker art, like two pieces stacked on top of each other, but not yeah. not like a pair. Like I don't know, a landscape and an abstract that like could go next to each other, but you stick them one on top of the other, and it like creates drama. It, it does. It absolutely creates drama. I have I collected all of these vintage mirrors and painted them the exterior of them the same color as my wall and I have a whole feature wall of mirrors in my bedroom just one cool. wall which is a, a great way to add verticality I painted Very the cool. frames all the same color as the wall so it kind of like blended in because that's what I prefer but if you if you prefer to use a, a pop of color that's another great way yeah stacked artwork stacked mirrors stacked really kind of like even even through paint you can add different patterns and and layers through some variation of pattern in, in paint as well to add verticality okay I that was our last that was one of your last ones Taryn Amanda, are there any any final thoughts about I feel like we covered a lot. We we really kind of we We did. We did. So. I also I I really kind of like challenge and encourage everyone to to uh, try their hand at creating their own little personal accessories and pieces of art and whatnot. Like at, for instance, I have a, an accessory, it's of my hand that I created out of a mold that I made. So I bought this gel off of on, online and plaster of Paris and plaster of Paris. And I stuck my hand in the mold. It was super easy and then pulled it out and and poured the plaster of Paris. And I have my own plaster hand um, that I put into a Lucite box and it's on my shelf. And it is one of my favorite accessories and it looks so high end. No one believes that it was my own doing. And it probably cost all of that, maybe 50 bucks, maybe. You just buy a, a little container, maximum $50, probably not even that. So like, you can really kind of, you can, you can get creative. You know, there's never a right or wrong answer in design. That's the, the amazing thing about it, that you try different things, be experimental. If, it, if, if you aren't able to purchase it uh, from scratch, really kind of like just play around. And, and if it doesn't work, it, it's, it, try something else. And, uh, repurpose as much as you can in, in yeah, different ways. Yeah, have fun. Ways. Mm -hmm. Have a good have time. Have fun. It's not rocket science. We're not performing surgery. Yeah, like, no. It's it's your own home. It. Have a good time. Pull in your friends. 
buy a bottle of wine and and you get creative together like have an art party where you're all kind of mm -hmm. painting and have those framed like there's there's a lot of really cool ways to to add personal touches to your to your home in inexpensive ways i totally thank you that was awesome um amanda can you tell everyone where to find you follow you see your work all that good yes. stuff you can find me through Instagram. Uh, that's the main platform that we use for social, but also uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. We have a website, amandabrickinteriors.com. Um, we have an IGTV series where we interview other creatives that are really cool and uh, that you can uh, learn, either learn from or um, be introduced to, and then, and I think Pinterest, you know, all the usual places. But all the usual, you cool. got a lot. I love it. <laughs> oh, those aren't mm -hmm. usual. No, I think they are. I think they are actually probably now. Well, thank you. That's awesome. We loved having I you. I know, and we, it, was it was so fun. fun. This Seeing is your so work. fun. I loved meeting you both and and chatting with you today. It was a really good good time. And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, be sure to follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, happy, happy decorating. decorating.